And I'm Will, and this is a podcast where we talk about things. Wait, can we restart? <laughs> what? Oh. Okay. Uh, um, I just had an idea for a bit where uh, I put in the sound effect for the, like, enemy alerted, like, and then I say, oh, hey, I didn't see you come in there. That's a great bit, Stephen. And this, <laughs> this is Will. This is... <laughs> and, and this is a podcast. Drink? Go check, please. Where uh, we we go... talk about Metal Gear Solid. Yeah, we talk about Metal Gear Solid. Oh, we're a Metal Gear Solid fan cast, you might say. Well, for this week, at least. We're talking all about that uh, that handsome Jack. And mm. uh, his <laughs> his wonderful adventures, um, yeah. Uh, clap trick. <laughs> is that what you're? Is that the? Is that the bit? No, no. Uh, Snake's name. Uh, he calls himself Jack at one point. And I think Raiden oh. does as well. Also refers <laughs> to himself as Jack. About Borderlands. Well, I was doing a reference to Borderlands by saying oh, okay. that they're both handsome men. So you know. Uh, All right, and I guess what is. Is Claptrap a, a Metal Gear? <laughs> he's, in a way, he's a Metal Gear. <laughs> metal Gear. Metal Gear. Metal Gear. Okay, I, yeah. I should have worked on my snake uh, impersonation. Well, you know, you know this. a different snake voice to the rest of us. <laughs> um, oh, yeah. Because, because as we all know, <laughs> do you want to get into that so early in our Metal Gear Solid episode, or well, do you want to leave that for like the big surprise at the end? <laughs> that would be the big surprise. <laughs> so, so as I understand it, um, maybe we should just rip Metal the bandage all around it. What? Maybe we should just rip, rip off the bandit early. Stephen has only played Metal Gear Solid 5, the newest Six Metal Six hours of it this morning. And, and has no idea about any, any of the previous no, games. No, no, no. I think I do know a lot about the previous games. And mm. we're going to get into that on this episode. Okay. I'll check, please. Pod. Talks. Yes. Check, please. Pod. Talks. Uh, about... Metal Gear Solid 5. Yeah, and, because it's like a pod. And the, and, the, and the other Metal Gear Solid games. Yeah. Uh, we're going to get into uh, Kazooa. <laughs> we're going to get into Master Miller. Banjo-Kazooie. <laughs> Banjo, Banjo-Kazooie. Oh, we're going to get into Revolver Ocelot. We're going to talk mm. about... Um, uh, uh, I, I think her name was Eva. We're going we're to get into all of them. All the 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 snakes and uh, and their so let's get into twisted it. Wet. We're gonna get into the enfants terrible. <laughs> Remember <laughs> that bit where uh, where uh, Indiana Jones looking character like runs in? It's like why why did it have to be snakes? <laughs> that was the best bit of the uh, the game, mm-hmm. um, Metal Gear Solid One. <laughs> That was Grey Fox that did that. It's Grey Fox... Now, here's the thing. This is the sort of the reversal, in a way, uh, uh, between myself and Steven, in that I have played a little bit of Metal Gear Solid 1. I played all of Metal Gear Solid 2, Metal Gear Solid 3, Metal Gear Solid 4, and I played a little bit of the... um, uh, it's not. Is it called Portable Ops? Whatever the one is where it ended up being super creepy with an underage girl, and then I quit because it was terrible. Well... Um, the 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 PSP game, the PlayStation Portable one, uh, and it was it was very creepy. So that why it's ab- called Portable Ops. Uh, I think so because it's. They were really into the. Remember that era where people were like video games were really into the idea of whatever console they were on. 
Yeah. Oh, and I- <laughs> like every DS game ever. <laughs> yeah. I also I also have played uh, uh, Metal Gear Rising Revengeance, uh, which Ooh. is the sort of Raiden that, specific. Does that one, one. start Raiden? Right? Yeah. Is it Raiden? Yeah, Raiden. Uh, you can call him Raiden if you want. <laughs> Thank I don't, you. I don't think we're among friends here. Come on, let's drop <laughs> let's drop the free terms. Let's drop all pretense. <laughs> we don't need to <laughs> put on ads for each other. Where it's just us. Let's just uh, let it all hang out. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. <laughs> so Metal Gear Solid. Oh, <laughs> uh, that you come to this podcast for? We haven't said anything about it yet, have yeah, we? Yeah, <laughs> I no, I have, I haven't. But the point being, I haven't We've played talked a lot about the idea that we're going to be talking about it, and then you've just thrown out a bunch of like names well, of games. I, I'm I'm setting up that Stephen has played Metal Gear Solid Five. I have played pretty much all the hours. other games except for Metal Gear Solid Five. <laughs> um. I think there's. I think there was a couple other ones, and there was the Metal Gear and Metal Gear Two and all that. But you know, th- those are now, in the past. Okay, so let's start with this. I'm playing the game, right? I'm going around. And I have like a, just a ton of guns, and I'm, I'm the biggest badass soldier that all the soldiers love me. And if I kidnap them, they'll join my team <laughs> yeah. because they ju- they just want a chance to work with me, <laughs> the big boss. <laughs> the big boss. Oh, they're really into the idea. Of me being the big boss, and I show up to my base, and I, like, do karate chops on them, and they thank me. They thank me, because I'm the best soldier, and I'm sneaking around, and I just have a hundred guns, um, and yeah. just all these different weapons. <laughs> uh, but I feel like I'm not supposed to kill anyone. I feel like the game's like, oh, you killed someone? Huh interesting that you chose to do that <laughs> that has always been a thing in the games and that's right. why it's kind of in a way well, it's why so, I like so it. I, was, I, was, I was trying to think about it like uh, I think the idea is that all the, all the various snakes right there's, there's, there's many um, or well at least Big Boss he's, he's like the soldier's soldier and he doesn't want to kill the other soldiers because they're soldiers like him and if he just kidnaps them back to his base, he knows they'll be friends. <laughs> Every enemy companion is a potential buddy. Um, <laughs> I love that system. <laughs> you, you interrogate people, and they're like, I'll never betray my friends. And then you knock them out and uh, put a balloon on them, and they zip up into the sky. And you go back to your base, and they salute you. <laughs> so, <laughs> it's an honor to be working under you, big boss. Uh. <laughs> it's pretty great. That, I think that's a game that that's something that more. Uh, I know Pokemon kind of does that, right? In that you yeah, start off yeah. against the Pokemon, <laughs> the enemies, and then you beat them down. Well, you ensnare and, but them. They, they might not listen to you if you don't have enough badges. That's right. That thing with Metal Gear Solid Five does Snake have to go around collecting like uh, <laughs> yeah. badges to prove his military might? I don't know. You you might say you're the big boss that I've heard a tale of as a soldier. We all know you. You don't have big enough guns, though. <laughs> <laughs> but it's, it's, isn't that a thing? That I thought that like there was a thing of like uh, like that people's opinion towards you can go down if you do. Oh yeah, yeah. There's a you get graded on how heroic you were during the mission, right? And I I think maybe killing people takes off a couple points of heroicism. Um, 
and then but you can I, I think that's not because of just the idea that you're killing people i think again it's the idea that you're killing other soldiers right and it's 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 really all just about how like all soldiers should get along and start their own country and be a country of soldiers yeah although there is a kind of a, a thing i guess in the online world of that in that like uh, yeah, every, all the soldiers should have their own country of soldiers, unless there's another group of soldiers starting <laughs> their own country of soldiers, in which case it is on, and <laughs> we're going to take them down. I think that's kind of a thing in the main storyline, too, where it's like, oh, there's all these private military forces, Snake, while you're in a coma, they popped up, and they all, they all did it because they wanted to be you. <laughs> But they're just nowhere near as good as you are. So you should go in there, kill a bunch of them, kidnap some others. Then then they'll be like, oh, this guy is the big boss. And then they'll join you. That's huh. what we'll take. It seems like... Yeah. At least I, I listened to some of the cassette audio log things, and it, that seemed to be what they implied. Okay. Cause for or maybe I... that's, if you're heroic enough, these other private militaries will like join you as your recruits or something. Yeah. I don't know if you actually fight them in-game. But, uh, yeah. From, um, from what I heard, I, I think that, like, um, isn't it that a large portion of the game wasn't completed, so it's all in audio logs? Um, oh. Or, like, I stuff like that. Um, a lot of the story is, like, just in cassettes or in just things. Uh, yeah, I've heard a lot of them, the audio logs. Uh, I think so far they're mostly trying to fill in the backstory. I don't know if it's, like, if I'm to the point where those audio logs are actually telling you cut content mm. doesn't seem like it um but that's I... probably like end game stuff though yeah that's yeah, usually yeah how it goes uh because so I... do you have some <laughs> is my explanation ringing true to your grand knowledge of metal gear solid games is it all about like how soldiers should all lay down their weapons and hug it out pick back up their weapons and make a country where the idea is just that everyone's a soldier um it's always had like um an attitude of uh like i guess it's it, it is kind of in that way of like uh snake is usually like he's a military type guy who has respect for other people in the military but also you know that the um they are there and part of the military as well so it's like you know it's kind of a thing of like uh because it has to you have to be able to play it both ways in the story because you can yeah. kill people <laughs> well yeah you, you just get so many guns well that's the thing and it's, that's always uh, been the thing is because pistol. It, it always plays it that you get better equipped you get better like um costumes and stuff like that if you kill people non-lethally or you get like different so if you like kill people non-lethally um, but then the game continues to give you more and more powerful, incredible guns. Uh, yeah, it sends you to bases with more and more <laughs> cannon fodder. Where, why, whereas the non-lethal options, at least up until now, the non-lethal options are pretty much just your one gun that you start off with. Yeah, so far I just have the one tranquilizer weapon. And then that's it. Like, it, it would make sense if maybe I got a tranquilizer rifle at some point. Yes, I think... I do. Yeah. Uh, I like sniping, but if I'm going to snipe, then instantly it turns into just kill the entire enemy base. Yeah, I think there is a and sniper again, like rifle I said, in the previous a large, game. 
a large uh, component of the game is specifically stealthing up on people so you can tie a balloon to them and kidnap them for your own personal army. <laughs> yeah. Add them to the collection. Well, my favorite game... I also game... like that you, uh, you like, go to an enemy command outpost or whatever, and you do the same thing for their, like, machine gun encampments. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, you can... You, like, you walk can... up to a mortar and you tie a balloon to it, and you're like, I'll take this for my base, thank you. Yeah. Well, well my and, favorite uh, game... I think later you can do the same to cars. I haven't got to that point yet. Just... You're just you do the same to wildlife too. Um, so you uh, it has that thing of harvesting flowers and plants in the wilderness as you're running around, uh, for whatever reasons you need them for. That a lot of games have, um, and that's the one thing where you don't tie a balloon to it. <laughs> but I kind of want to see that. Well, that that was my favorite thing about. Uh, oh, you mean tying a balloon to like a flower, and then yeah, it... everything else you. Well, okay. There's also some other collectibles that you don't tie a balloon to, but <laughs> I wish the entire game had been uh, balloon based, like retrieval of resources. Yeah, it, it it does sound it does sound fun. I've seen the animation for it, and it does seem very fun when it like does that do, do, and then boing way yeah. up into the sky yeah it kind of hangs for a couple seconds and then just zips away yeah i uh there's this vaguely defined reason why you need to do it to wildlife that's like uh some ngo wants to get all the wildlife out of the war zones to protect the wildlife that lives in those war zones Oh, I was. I don't I, think a thing NGOs do. Yeah, I was or thinking that does. it was like a Noah's Ark situation where Snake is putting uh, <laughs> <laughs> two of every animal. He needs animals to populate his inevitable soldier <laughs> country that he wants to build. Yeah. Um, anyways, uh, so I, I shot a bear with like 20 tranquilizer darts. Uh, and then I tied the Fulton device, the balloon, uh, to its foot. And it was just dangling by one foot. <laughs> Uh, and hovers there for a couple seconds and then just yanks super fast <laughs> up into the sky and the bear kind of lets out a roar <laughs> that's like trailing off and <laughs> that would just tear the bear's leg off <laughs> but yeah, that's what it's like everywhere like you rescue a prisoner who's all like uh, beaten up and injured and <laughs> you take him outside it's like don't worry I'll get you to safety you tie a balloon to him and he shoots up into the sky and you have to be wondering like what's he thinking <laughs> There's always there's always that kind of like slightly absurdist element to uh, to the to the Metal Gear games. Um, yeah. Like my, I, as I was saying, I should finish the point because I know another listeners will be uh, uh, excruciated. Every word to try to get back to that point. Uh, but the, my favorite game in the series, and I think a lot of people's favorite game, was the third one, Metal Gear Solid Three. Um, that one was the first one where uh, that was one where you played as uh, Big Boss um, I think for the first time uh, back when he was oh. he was uh, Naked Snake oh okay um, yeah and, and the game is kind of about him uh, sort of being given the title of Big Boss and then right. uh, I think but that like the after you killed the boss yeah yeah so, so I've never played any Metal Gear Solid game because they're not really on PC um but uh, I spent like an hour after I purchased the game while I was installing last night uh, reading a bunch of the lore that was supposed to be like the, everything chronologically before Metal Gear Solid 5. Right. Um, and I kind of screwed up as I was telling you earlier and read a bunch of stuff that actually happens in Metal Gear Solid 5 and I yeah. just didn't notice because the, 
the Wikipedia pages weren't well like broken down. Yeah, because the, the chronology. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, yeah, I kind of know what happens in that game. I think. Yeah, as as far as I'm aware, unless there is like a previous thing, but I can't imagine how there would be. I think it's Metal Gear Solid Three is like the first chronologically, I think, and then there's the PlayStation Portable one, which is terrible, and then Metal Gear Solid Five. Oh, well, the Ground Zero is one and then five. And then I guess right. after that, it must be the first Metal Gear. And I think there was another one after that. And then Metal Gear Solid, Metal Gear Solid 2, and then Metal Gear Solid 4 is the last one um, for Snake. And then uh, Metal Gear Rising Revengeance is the last one for Raiden. <laughs> it happens slightly after it chronologically. Um, I thought Raiden was like the far future. Isn't he like a cyber ninja? Well, as in, it, uh, he's, it's, sorry, I should mention that, um, Big Boss, uh, becomes cloned, and, uh, so, uh, there's an identical character, Solid Snake, uh, who right. is a clone. Uh, there's Liquid Snake, and then there's Solidust Snake. Yeah. Which, when I, I watched a video that was explaining this weird, like, convoluted plot, and I thought they said Solid Est. Like the most solid snake. <laughs> yeah, the solidest snake. But That's why he gets to be president or something. Yeah. That's why he gets yeah, to be president George Sears. Because he's President Snake. <laughs> yeah. Um, I think his name is George Sears, right? President. Um, uh, anyway. Okay. Uh, but. <clears throat> Yeah, so what 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 can I fill in for you? But anyway, uh, so the reason why I well, like... You don't need to do that. We just need to say funny things for 30 minutes. Sure, sure. The, so the, show. the reason why I liked uh, Metal Gear Solid 3 was oh, because... Oh, wait, I did play another Metal Gear game. Ooh. Uh, yeah, it was the one where Solid Snake <laughs> goes in and he beats up all the Nintendo characters. Oh, Super Smash Bros. Brawl? <laughs> why was he in that game? <laughs> Sonic was in the game. I think it's because Sonic was in the game, yeah, and then but... they thought, "Well, I mean, sure. if Sonic, if Sonic's in the party, why can't if Sonic can do it? Why not Snake?" Yeah. Well, it's <laughs> Snake. I think it was it was uh, it was like a, a mix-up where someone said, "Get me Sonic," and um, <laughs> I don't so, see how that would work. Someone had it. Do you want to try again? Yeah, yes, I'll try again. Someone, someone said that I they think wanted it was an infiltration mission. Yeah, it was an infiltration mission. Someone said that they wanted Sonic. He heard that he, Snake had heard that uh, Meta Knight had been in one of the uh, Super Smash Brothers games, and he thought Meta Knight was like a new Metal Gear that he had to go take down. Mm-hmm. Is that good? Yeah, that, that's that's good. And Metal Mario. <laughs> Oh, Metal Sonic Metallics, right? Uh, and 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 the thing about that is that like Sonic came into uh-huh. the Sonic came into the Smash Bros thing, and was that one of the early times when Nintendo and Sega were like hanging out? Like, hey guys, I think they might have done the Olympics before. Hmm. What, what yeah. about? <laughs> but there was kind of a long courtship period behind, between, like, as it oh, Mario Sonic and, and... Solid Snake at the Olympic Games. Well, that's a shame. It's just like Mario's competing in all the events, and when you play a Snake, it's like an infiltration mission yeah. to catch some sort of Russian operative at the Olympics. Yeah. <laughs> and you just see Mario in the background <laughs> doing his thing. That would be very good. It'd be like mm-hmm. a like you know in Unbreakable where he's like um, outside of the stadium and he, he sees a gun in somebody's uh, in somebody's um, back 
holster or whatever. And he's like, right. oh, there's something going on here. And then he uncovers a grand conspiracy. Hmm. Uh, which uh, I don't think is what happens in Unbreakable, but uh, oh. <laughs> it would happen in, in this. Right. And Sonic uh, would be behind it. Of course. Um, uh, uh, but yeah, I, I liked uh, the third game because that had uh, little animals that would be, you would hear them, and I don't know if this is the same in 5, but like you'd be travelling around in your first person crawling view, and you would hear, like, okay, so there's this kind of noise, there's this, or there's some sort of rustling in the grass. And then you'd be like, there's some sort of animal in in front. And then maybe you'd switch to third person view and try and like scope out where it is, or you'd get out like the directional microphone and all that. And then you'd use your knife and you just knife it. You just knife the head. <laughs> or or alternatively, if if you want to be more precise, you could like as in you could get the tranquilizer gun and and like you know tranquilizer it. And if you uh, if you knifed it, you would get the animal dead, and um, you you could then like uh, um, eat it. Uh, but it would spoil after a certain amount of time, or you could capture them live, and then um, there was some stuff where you would uh, you'd get something for like keeping the animal alive throughout a certain amount of time, or uh, and all that. Or you could alternatively you could keep it alive in order to then kill it for food when <laughs> okay. you necessarily it wouldn't um, rot because it'd be alive. All right, uh, I don't, I haven't. I don't know if I've actually killed any of the animals yet because, as far as I know, the point of them in Metal Gear Solid 4 because it's all open world and stuff. Uh, uh, five, sorry. Correcting you. Sorry, five. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. And and you don't have, like, a health bar. I think your health just regenerates if you're outside of combat long enough. Oh. I mean, I it, it always kind of does that, yeah. just very slowly in the okay. other ones. There's no physical health bar. It's, like, damage to your screen kind of thing. Oh. Uh, but which, is it is it good or is it, it they, very distracting? Because I've seen it's a bit distracting. It's not super distracting. Okay. I mean, usually if you're in a gunfight taking a bunch of damage, you're probably going to want to restart from your checkpoint because I feel like you're supposed to be doing stealth missions. Yeah. Most of the time. Um. I th- yeah, uh, I think that's always been kind of the way with the Metal Gear. But I think they've had a reasonable balance, I think. And this is part of the thing that I like about them is that yes, they are stealth games, but if you get seen, it's not like, it's not usually like automatic game over. It's that you get seen and then you're like, well, the plan has changed. The time has changed. And now I must become the Avenger of Death. And, and yeah. <laughs> just quickly <laughs> take everyone out. Right. And every time you shoot a, an enemy sh- soldier in the head, it close up of a solid snake or whatever snake <laughs> crying a single tear. Yeah. <laughs> For his, his, his brother in arms that if in, in a different life, if he only had a chance to tie a balloon to him, <laughs> we could have been friends. Oh, you don't have the, the option in the previous ones. All you can do uh, to, to avoid kind of killing people long term is you knock them out and then you would drag them to a locker and stick them in the locker. And then they wouldn't wake up. Um, okay. That's that's the weird thing about Metal Gear Solid Five is, and I'm guessing it's somewhat the plot of the others because I've heard that a lot of it's about how Snake wants to the big boss <clears throat> wants to make his nation of soldiers well, because he feels like soldiers have been misused by their various governments uh, and all the conspiracies going around that actually control politics in the game. That's. Um, 
and he wants his own like nation of soldiers so that uh so they won't be controlled by the bad governments that's kind of the th- as in um cuz big boss um the snake in metal gear solid 5 is the bad guy for the original metal gear game he's like the guy um who uh is like his his whole deal is basically it's bad because he's using all that stuff and then he's like you know going out and and doing bad stuff and um you play as uh, solid snake who's going in to like take him out and then i think it was retcon that you're like a clone of him oh. um huh. because originally i think it was uh sean connery uh uh sean connery's james bond or something like that was like the big boss um image that they used like they just took sean connery okay okay and uh, yeah and and they used uh kurt russell for uh i think pretty much anyway. I'm s- so i'm wondering if maybe the formula we need to aim for here is like we can riff on a on a thing but we have to both not know very much about it right <laughs> no 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 I, listen okay so if oh all right so you're not interested in that oh uh, no it's but, just it, Okay, no, I, I am interested in that. It's interesting. Um, this is this is the Metal Gear special episode. People will it, see it the title. It is the Metal Gear special episode. They know it. But every time we did a Star Wars special episode, it was jokes because neither of us, right? Neither of us is super into Star Wars, right? Oh, you you saying that I'm too close to the source material? I'm I'm too into I, it. I, yeah, I'm saying like you you want to explain things properly, and uh, I, I get like too bogged down just in make it. Jokes about it. Okay, all right, listeners, write in. <laughs> yeah. Okay. All right. So I'll I'll back off of that. But uh, the basic thing is that like uh, Big Boss is the bad guy for the other games, and uh, well, I mean, but then he dies because you kill him off in Metal Gear. And, uh, but, or did you? Because Metal Gear Solid 4, spoilers alert, by the way. Um, uh, uh, and, but then there's all stuff with like AI and there's all, all, all this and all, like the technology. So, yeah, yeah. There's like weird, um, there's lots of super soldiers. There's like psychic people. There seems to be zombies running around somewhat in, uh, Metal Gear Solid 5. Although I guess I had heard about a scene where like, uh, one of the games there's a boss that makes you wade through like a river of every single enemy you killed in the entire game that is the metal gear solid 3 that's the previous one with big boss in it so they've kind of done zombie kind of things before oh wait aren't they making some sort of now that uh, now that hideo Hideo kojima is out they've they're making an online zombie uh thing so zombies definitely are for some reason a thing in Metal Gear and also there's like psychic soldiers and there's giant mechs yeah well, although is... all of the all of the Metal Gears all of the big mechs it's not just that they're big mechs right like they're always like big mechs that have nukes on them like yeah portable nuke launchers because a lot the... of yeah a lot of the um the series is a is an anti-nuclear message it's like basically right. nuclear bombs are bad nuclear weapons it's kind of an anti-war message yeah it's like anti-war but also super into soldiers yeah that's that's what i was trying to get to earlier is that i don't understand like 
it's not that the boss is against conflict and killing and war. It's that he wants the soldiers be, to be allowed to do it without having any governments telling them, <laughs> like, when to. <laughs> he's, like, building his own private army, not because he wants to, like, fight evil, because he wants to have his private army. <laughs> and and he's, he's kidnapping these soldiers from all the various sides of the conflict, not because he wants to, like, get the soldiers from Russia and everyone to, like, meet up and become friends and realize that they're all the same and they should stop fighting. So he wants them to just fight more, but together and for him. Well, in fairness, that's always been kind of the thing, as in, like, of the uh, of the big boss ones, because he is the bad guy, as in, like, like I said, he's, yeah, not, okay. he's not doing things in a right way. I guess I, I, I need to realize that playing Metal Gear Solid 5, I, I was trying to figure out if the game wanted me to kill people or not, or, like, where what I was supposed to be doing. I don't know if I was reading too much into it, but like, uh, yeah. I think okay. it's it's that like I thought I don't think it's it's that he's like evil. It's basically that like, and especially in Metal Gear Solid Three, and I don't know how much of this is in Five because apparently there's not so much of Snake talking really because they got Keith Sutherland instead. Um, yeah, yeah. He he. So far, he's barely talked in the game itself. He yeah. talks a bit in the a bit more if you listen to the cassette tapes. Yeah, that was kind of why I wasn't as interested in it, and why I wasn't well, so, really interested in the PSP so I game. Think there, I think there's actually an in-game reason for that, okay. um, that I accidentally spoiled for myself. Okay. But I think it's supposed to be, like, the big twist, so oh, well, maybe well, having said it that much already, I don't know. I don't, right. I don't think it's, like, a real big thing. Uh, I'll have to see, because, like, I'd heard... Uh, like back around the time the game came out and I didn't think I'd ever get around to playing it because I was too intimidated by how many other Metal Gear Solid games came before that I've never had a chance to play um, that I didn't think I cared and I heard some of these big twists from the game uh, and I well, think well, one of them actually gives a reason for why his voice might be different and when you hear it you'll be ashamed of your words and deeds he breathes through his skin, He's been feeling Steven. under the weather, guys. <laughs> it's a cold. Don't make fun of him. <laughs> he breathes through his skin. That's why his voice is weird. He <laughs> um, <laughs> just... Oh, right. to finish my point though, the thing that I liked about Metal Gear Solid Three is that like Snake is a real big dumb idiot. <laughs> I <think> like <laughs> he uh, hears about um, he hears about the fact that like some mushrooms are bioluminescent, and he says because of that they have some sort of power, <laughs> and therefore <laughs> if he if he eats them it'll recharge his batteries. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. <laughs> and there's a lot of stuff like that, and that the, the, basically that Snake is not a very smart man. So I, I I flipped, I scrolled through a couple of Wikipedia articles. Well, I keep saying Wikipedia, wiki articles from some sort of Metal Gear Solid fan wiki. Yeah. Um, 
and a lot of them mentioned how Snake and all his clones have an IQ of 180. <laughs> <laughs> and, like, uh, the big boss speaks six languages, and one of his clones speaks seven. Because <laughs> oh, he, he's him, but better. <laughs> <laughs> they're all they're all so dumb though like i said this yeah this, also this... it's a very specific thing in Metal Gear Solid 5 that you have to find and kidnap enemy soldiers well recruit by kidnapping enemy soldiers that speak english yeah. so that they can then interpret for you because you don't speak any <laughs> of the languages you don't even speak russian <laughs> and you were just in russia i think he uh, anyway it's, yeah um but um I don't. I don't remember if he even spoke Russian then. I think like uh, um, maybe that's just, the point. Like it, he speaks six languages, but uh, none of them he, are related to where he goes. It, it would be too un-American of him. <laughs> yes, he refuses to speak them. Uh I don't know. Oh, does he speak Russian? I just maybe because I think that like there's a bit in uh, Metal no, Gear he, Solid. He very specifically doesn't speak Russian. I think at least in Metal Gear Solid Five. I, I was just thinking in Metal Gear Solid 3, I think there's a bit where, um, like, they're speaking in English, but then they're like, and may I congratulate you on your perfect Russian. And then, <laughs> But you know what I mean? As in, like, it's as it, ooh, so this whole time, even though he was speaking English, like, it was a translation for us, the <laughs> maybe, audience. Maybe, maybe you had forgotten that earlier in the game, you found a soldier who was, like, really good, and you tied a balloon to him to add him to your personal collection. <laughs> and they're like, I, I like your per- your perfect Russian. But I mean, also, isn't it in Malaga Side Five? Like he's been through a lot of bad stuff. He's been in a coma for nine years, and there's a lot uh, set up. Like, oh, maybe you're not as good now. It's just the coma. You might have memory problems, which is why we need to re-explain everything to you. Yeah, there's always um, there's always some quite good stuff though. Like, as in, um, like in Malaga Side Three, there's a bit where he first loses his eye, and then when you go to first person, the camera is like off. From okay. what it usually is, and it's like there's a big black kind of uh, faded bit in like a third of the screen, and the camera is like tilted the other way, kind of thing. Okay. And then yeah. and then it takes yeah. a while to adjust back. I'd heard there was a one of the games where you're fighting like a this psychic enemy. You have to put your controller into a different port on the console. Yeah, and and uh, and more than that, um, uh, in a later game. Uh, it, like a similar kind of thing comes back and then you can try and do it again and then they'll say, ah, but I, I know that. I know that now. <laughs> okay. There was a thing in the tutorial where uh, I think it was supposed to be a joke. Uh, like a lot, not the tutorial, but like the intro mission of Metal Gear Solid Five. I was still not sure what the tone of the game was supposed to be. Um, and there were just a lot of kind of goofy things thrown into this super serious stuff. But I was, like, running down a hallway with the guy who's, like, escorting you, giving you the tutorial, basically. And he's, like, he's saying in-game, press the dash button to dash. Come on, we have to hurry. (laughs) (laughs) And I think they kind of, in one of the cassette days, were like, yeah, you have a lot of brain damage. (laughs) (laughs) You you have, like, hallucinations about things and stuff. So I I think they were trying to say, like... (laughs) All the gamey things that like enter into the world are your your brain damage from the coma and all that. Yeah, that I remember that because uh, I think it's maybe oh, because that, that was something I was going to say. Uh, you were asking about when I was saying that instead of having a health bar, you just the more damage you take, like uh, your screen gets all messed up and splattered and stuff. 
Yeah. Uh, in one of the cassette logs, they were like, it's because you have uh, that giant chunk of shrapnel in your head and it's touching your optic nerve. Uh, and if you like take a lot of blows or something, I think they said specifically blows to the head, but like just in general, then it'll make your vision go all weird. And huh. I think they're trying to say that the like in-game effect of the screen getting all fuzzy and stuff and having weird splotches on it when you take damage is supposed to be that uh, all damage is hitting your head <laughs> and specifically is moving around the shrapnel. Right. And you just need to give it a minute and it'll, it'll heal up nice and good. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, it's, yeah. The the thing is, and this is the reason why, because I really like the games, but I did, the reason why I really hate the PlayStation Portable one is because it ruined it for me because of it having that terrible stuff in it. And I know yeah, that all, all the games are bad with int- women, but... Yeah, that's what I was going to say. It, I Just a couple of days ago, I'd seen some big Twitter thread about Hideo Kojima having weird problems with the way he writes women. Yeah. And, like, specific things he keeps uh, doing and bringing yeah. back that are like, why? Yeah. Well, I mean, it seems like it's because he's just kind of like a, a teenager, but grown up and hasn't really evolved since then necessarily but it's gotten very good at like a lot of things but in terms of the mindset of of where some of his stuff is at creatively uh it's just like it's it's uh it's not not great mm-hmm. um and also a lot of the people that work on the staff as well because i remember in in metal gear solid 4 um there's bits where um you can you can pick up podcasts, uh, or you huh. might already have podcasts because I think it's that like Snake has an iPod that okay. he's got with him, and and he can scroll through to pick music, or you can listen to podcasts on it. Metal Gear Solid Five, it's cassettes, and I think you have a Walkman, but also you have this uh, this device called the iDroid, which is some <laughs> like crazy kind of kind of smartphone thing that scans documents when you find intel reports and like <laughs> after it scans the documents the documents are like steaming as if the lasers <laughs> were burning them <laughs> like oh cool super secret spy tech that's gonna like make it like obvious that you just scanned all these documents <laughs> they're all smoking and weirdly burnt <laughs> and I, I think at one point he uses the like flashlight on top of the eye droid to light a cigar <laughs> It's just got all these weirdly defined. Uh, it's the map pops out of it as like a hologram. Yeah. Um, I don't know if that was in like the iDroid. I'm guessing it wasn't that, in that, other that's, games. That's that's new for this. Okay, because there's like a scene where after a nine years coma, uh, Ocelot like hands you the device during the tutorial bit where he's explaining how to use it, and you look at it for a second with like a kind of quizzical look, and then you should start using it right away <laughs> as if you know what it is. <laughs> and I think maybe it has a cassette player built into the side of it or something. Okay, because <laughs> a, a lot of the game is collecting new music from uh, from bases you're attacking because all the all the soldiers are sitting around listening to radios oh, steal that, their cassettes that's, that's kind of cool though that's yeah, and there's there's some stuff in the game where like your uh, your support helicopter one of the upgrades you can get for it is speakers <laughs> <laughs> and you can like choose the music it plays in well it plays as it flies in so you oh. can like set it to do ride of the valkyries as it does like a bombing run for you or something yeah and it's just blasting out behind you uh and I think you can also buy a speaker upgrade for your iDroid. 
so you can do the same thing off your iDroid. Does that affect, like, sneaking, I guess? I, I think so, because you can also just play the music in your earbud. <laughs> like, there was a specific scene early on where he gets the iDroid and he plugs his, like, uh, Walkman headset into it and then puts it on. Or, well, <laughs> puts in the earbud. <laughs> but I, I didn't buy the speaker upgrade, because exactly, like, I was like, what if I want to listen to a cassette while sneaking? <laughs> yeah. Uh, but but the podcasts um, in the fourth one are like developers commentary, uh, some of the people okay. that made the game and stuff, and they are quite bro-y. Uh, they, they, okay. they talk a lot about how... Well, they're really into soldiers, just the idea of soldiers, and also, not, not governments. Mm, and, and also <laughs> uh, models, uh, and the models that they got to work with for the game, and how attractive they are. Um, which is sure. Uh, uh yeah, it's a, it's a weird, it's a weird um thing in the game. Uh, and yeah, right. I d- I did kind of like the fourth one because you, uh, not a lot of games have like a a, a super old protagonist, and 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 that because he, right. because uh, he's like an old guy because he gets. Uh, the cloning kind of breaks down, I guess, and, and he's aging prematurely. Um, uh, uh, and uh, they do some interesting stuff like that. Like, there's a bit where... Uh, do you mind if I spoil bits of the game? or I don't No, because they're... I mean, yeah, uh, I don't mind, because I don't think they're ever going to come to the PC, so I'm never going to play them. Sure. Uh, the, there's a bit where, like... Uh, uh, the guy on the radio who's been, like, <laughs> Although friend... maybe we, I don't know if we should spoil things for the listeners. Well, the listeners probably don't give a fuck about Metal Gear Solid. They turned off this episode to an hour ago. Well, this while is... it was still downloading in their feed, they said, <laughs> "What Metal Gear Solid special? Metal Gear special? Metal Gear?" <laughs> and then they deleted it. <laughs> well, uh, it popped up in their feed like boink, <laughs> and they turned around all shocked, and it went slow motion. Um. Yeah, Sorry, you were saying. <laughs> There's a bit where, um, like the the person who's like been your friend for like a couple games, uh, basically since the first uh, Metal Gear Solid game, um, okay. uh, like uh, tells you the access code to um, a uh, like like a multi-digit code, um, and uh, is like you know you got that and you're like yeah sure. And then you get around, you get through the level, you like, you go through the level, and then you go to the access code, and then, uh, the guy is like, so now you just enter the code, and then you have to enter the code, and you have to remember it, uh, and then, like, cause he's supposed to be like this super cool spy who's like, whatever, and you're saying, like, I'm not affected by the aging thing in any way, but then if you input it right, then it's like, still got it! And if you input right. it wrong, then it's like, uh, snake uh i think you might have forgotten that it's, it's, it's this 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 other one uh and then he, he gets very depressed um <laughs> does, does that affect like the game going forward uh well you have a stress meter and that affects like your ability to aim and stuff like that okay um so yeah like it, it makes him more stressed and and then you can't fight as good there's vaguely something about getting stressed in uh Metal Gear Solid Five, like they're like you need to return to the base every once in a while, and it's it's good for your 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 soldiers who want you to come back and 
beat them up so that they can say they worked with you uh and it's good for your own like benefit and i went back and i was like okay i, I don't see any sort of like stress meter in the menu that this is affecting and then i went back into the mission and i was coming back and it gave another tool tip where it's like don't forget to shower when you're at the base because showering relieves stress <laughs> i spent like 10 minutes running around trying to find this shower and then i noticed it's like a blue portable I think maybe when I upgrade my base, it'll be an actual room, but it was like a porta potty that just said temporary shower. <laughs> I, I, I walked in, I came out like with a towel on my shoulders and like wet hair. And I was like, okay, I guess I'm not stressed about all the murder anymore. But uh, yeah, it seems like if, if you don't, uh, I'd been wondering for a while at what point I wiped the blood off my face because I had been like soaked in blood from all the emissions. I think when you take damage or if you kill people up close, you get splattered with blood and it just stays there until you shower, I guess. Huh. Uh, It always, uh, yeah, it happened in three, definitely. And I'm sure it must have happened in the other. Oh, yeah, it does happen in the other ones as well. Of like, if you're crawling around in the mud and stuff like that, it sticks to you. And like, also, if you, if you, like you said, with the blood and stuff, uh, if you get shot or if like stuff happens and then the blood sticks to the clothes. Oh, that's another thing. You seem to shower fully dressed. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> you just walk into the portable shower with all your clothes on it's not big enough to get changed and then you, uh, you walk out and all your clothes are clean <laughs> in the in the previous ones you would have to change into a different outfit until that one had like cleaned huh. um okay. and then so then you would like lose um like with the camouflage index and stuff you, you might right. not have access to like the best possible camouflage because that camouflage is like um, you know, it's very dirty, and so it doesn't okay. work as well. I I did see that I could buy other camouflage. Um, I didn't see anywhere some sort of bar or stat about how like how it affects me. It's just vaguely like if you're in a rocky area, this one's better. Hmm. So maybe maybe the game like took out some of the uh, more mechanicy mechanics. Yeah, because uh, that but that also. Was a... <laughs> oh. Big boss, press the sprint button to sprint. <laughs> oh, that, that that kind of mechanics. Well, yeah. I mean, that's all. It's always been kind of a, a like I think in the uh, in the third one as well. Like um, there was a lot of uh, you know uh, press the whatever button, and then you know, and he doesn't understand where the buttons are that he's supposed to be pressing, um, uh, and and things like that. Uh, they're always kind of in there, and uh, and the podcast done. <laughs> we're done with the podcast now. Okay, well, technically, it was your turn to end the episode and ask me if we want to continue. Yeah. Um. So, uh, sorry, I'm, I'm just getting kind of tired, and, and, and me and too. I'm sure but, our listeners as well. Yeah. That. So, uh, so Metal Gear. Um, what, what's your opinion? Thumbs up, thumbs down. Metal Gear Solid Five so far. Metal Gear. Oh, Metal Gear 5. Yeah, I think it seems good. Yeah. Seems yeah, like a good I, game. So what I hear is that it's a very fun game running around. And, and yeah. have you got have you got the uh, the fist yet? The punch thing? I have a, I have a, a bionic arm. Yeah. Um, and I, I bought one upgrade for it where I can like charge it up into the fist. Like you stick the fist up in the air and it spins around shooting out lightning. And then you do a oh, lightning punch. That seems cool. But it's very hard to tell what the range on it is. So I was like walking up to an enemy and they spotted me and it went all slow motion. And I was like slow motion spinning up the fist. And then 
the, the lightning punch and they just <laughs> they just start shooting at me in slow motion like it didn't hit them at all <laughs> and i just try to switch to a weapon and sometimes that slow motion thing's more of a hassle than not if you have to switch a weapon or reload during it yeah does it i wonder if it has any other stuff i'm sorry that i keep referring back to metal Gear Solid i know 3, there's like a rocket game. punch where the the fist i saw that in a video a while back you like stick out your fist and aim it and then the fist shoots off on a rocket and then you can <sighs> drive it around in the air i don't th- i hadn't seen that one i'd only seen the, the just a just a flat out punch just a flat okay, out i think you can get a couple bionic fists um but yeah it seems like they got a lot of cool stuff in there and it's just a shame that the series is so terrible to women and voice actors uh but um, specifically voice actors in the American version because I guess he didn't okay. like. I, I don't know any of. Well, I know a little bit of the the controversy with the women characters, but not. I'm guessing not all of it. I, I yeah. haven't heard anything about the voice actor issues. Well, David Hayter would basically kind of like help rewrite the script as he was doing it because, like, he's a writer and he would he would do that for the for the uh, English language release. Uh, which I don't think Kojima was necessarily super happy about, and um, and, and I don't think any he, he didn't seem to like his performance because he always wanted he he always tries to go for for film and for cinema, and then he said that is that, a thing at the uh, the start and end of every mission, or maybe it's just every time you take your helicopter anywhere. It says like starring this character and this character and this character, and then directed by Kojima, and then like some of the staff. Yeah, and uh, it like does a lot of cinematic stuff. Yeah, and and he, he uh, I remember at the time that he said that um, they really want to go for emotions with the Metal Gear Solid Five, and that David Hayter was not capable of uh, portraying emotions. <laughs> really, because um, the voice actor they have seems very very bland <laughs> so far. Yeah, he, almost, he says almost nothing, and it's very like. Yeah, but he did the face capture, right? So if you know it's any, oh. any any of those single tears like you were talking about. I guess you get close-ups of your face sometimes. You have so much going on with your face with the eye patch and the shrapnel and usually yeah. like six inches of crusty blood. Yeah. <laughs> and like like a hundred different discrete scars. I I think that there must have been some kind of other beef that maybe we might never hear about. But... Mm. um. But but yeah, because in the uh, in the Japanese language version, it's just the same voice actor for all of them, um, and they didn't like replace anyone for that. Uh, right. Although obviously, I think it's still the official capture is Kiefer Sutherland doing the new one. But um, huh. which is a weird, <laughs> I guess, a weird state of affairs when you've got Kiefer Sutherland's face, but someone else redoing the voice over the top of it. So you've got like every every like I don't know I guess he's not as big a celebrity but like um you know, with the Beyond Two Souls one we got Willem Dafoe but then having someone else's voice going out of someone who looks exactly like Willem Dafoe uh but okay and this is the end of the show we're, <sighs> we're done with the show now just to remind the listeners the the new bit the new premise of the Check Please podcast is that each week uh alternate alternating. One of us will check with the other as to if we want to end the episode at any point. And also if we want to just end the show. This week, Will's going to be asking me. Uh, Stephen, do you want to end the episode? Uh, 52 minutes ago. And how do you feel about the show? 
uh, we can try again next week. <laughs> okay. Well, thanks for listening, everybody. Oh, wait, we ended uh, immediately after that, so... Yeah, it cuts right there. Um... Bye. <laughs>